You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bills Bengals, Sunday, 3 p.m. They get the, uh, I think they get the Nance Romo, Tracy Wilson treatment again. Yeah, every week. This game, right? It's, it's, um, that's how much this is going to be a, a big spotlight game, obviously, for the NFL. Uh, the Bengals... I'll get to, we'll get to them in a minute. You have a question for me, but if you watch the game against the Ravens, if you're a Bengals fan, you're feeling kind of very, very similar to the way Bills fans are feeling after the Dolphins game. Well, that's basically the premise of my question. My question was for you. I think we all assumed it was going to be Bills versus Bengals in the divisional round. After watching what happened yesterday with both teams, are you more confident, less confident, or at the same level you were about the Bills getting a win and moving on to the AFC Championship? I think I'm going to answer a little more confident. Um, Even though the Bills played the way they did, two weeks in a row now against a good defense, the Bengals did not look really good on offense. And I have to be honest, part of the reason is now they're so banged up on the offensive line. Yeah, I understand the Dolphins were as well. They made a few plays here or there. Like I said, though, 3.3 yards of play. The Bengals, after they lost Jonah Williams... Could not move the ball. He's their left tackle. He he was injured during the game on Sunday night. They're already without Alex Kappa. We'll see what his situation is. He's their guard. And then they're already without Leo Collins, who got injured a few weeks ago, who's out for the season. I, I will tell you, Bengals fans will tell you, Matt, like Jonah Williams is not a great left tackle. But the drop-off to him to the next guy was significant. And watching that, seeing that, knowing that they have problems protecting Burrow right now, I, I feel a little more confident in that. Um, but boy, I just, I do worry about those receivers getting loose against the bill secondary right now. Yeah. So Jonah Williams, this is from Kelsey Conway. She's okay. one of the beat, She's one of the beat reporters that covers the Bengals. And she said that she saw Jonah Williams walking in the locker room last night with one crutch and a soft knee brace. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, I mean, those knee braces are usually like a precautionary thing just to try and figure out what exactly is going on. So I don't think we'll know exactly what his status is moving forward. Obviously the same thing with uh, Kappa. Collins is done for the year. So yeah, I mean, they're, they started five, the same five offensive linemen for the first 15 games of the year. And then since then they've had all of these injuries. So now there's a chance going into this game. They could have three backups in out of their five. And yeah, and you'd have to think, even if those guys play, they'd be a bit compromised. Right. I mean, like, and by the way, can I, can I just say like, Teron Armstead's one tough dude. I mean, he he battled through all those injuries all week. He mm-hmm. came off the field limping a couple of times just to circle back to Miami. I mean, I give those guys credit when they're just battling through that. And he's a guy that, you know, really battled through a lot of injuries and he played for the Dolphins. Those guys, if they do play, they will be compromised. But that hurts the Cincinnati Bengals. They're not a great run team. They have a very good running back. I really love Joe Mixon. They're great out of the backfield with those guys. They haven't run the ball really, really well. Back, same question to you. I mean, 
After yeah. you watched everything play out this weekend, how do you feel about Sunday? I actually also feel a little bit more confident. And I did not think that that was going to be the case. And I know that the Bills had way too many mistakes yesterday. But I think back to all of the things we talked about since that first Bengals game that ultimately ended up never happening. But we talked about the offensive line for the Bengals. And there have suffered more injuries since we had that conversation. In the very premature moments of that game, before it was canceled and before everything happened, the Bengals targeted and attacked Tredavious White. And you're like, whoa, like teams don't do that. And they had success. But I think there has been a clear upward like trajectory in Trey's play since that happened. Now, I know he's not going against the caliber of players that the Bengals have. But I think Trey is playing better. And going back to what I said about Elam, if Elam is going to be on the field, I think that they're going to get better production from him than they would get from anybody who they had as an option just even a couple weeks ago on January 2nd when they were going into that game. I think that it's still going to be a really, really tough matchup. Like, listen, I think the Bengals are the third or fourth best team in the NFL. I think it's basically right now, I would tell you the five best teams in the NFL in no particular order are the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, and the 49ers. I would say those are the five best teams. And if you're the Bills, you're going to have to beat two of those teams just to even get into the Super Bowl. It's a really, really tall task. I also think there's something to be said about the Bills playing at home. I think it matters. I think it just gives them a little extra juice. Correct me if I'm wrong. I do not. I'm knocking on wood here. I don't believe Josh has ever lost a home playoff game. That's correct. That's correct. He's got three playoff. He hasn't losses. won a road playoff game though either. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, good news for them. They're not going to play a road playoff game this year <laughs> until it gets to potentially the Super Bowl. So yeah, I mean the three losses well, are even that would be a neutral site, right? You'd have you don't have any uh, really going on. Either it's home or neutral site the rest of the way. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't play a yep. true true road game anywhere. So let me ask you this, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Do you, this is something I've kind of been I've been putting my coaching hat for a little bit uh, last couple of weeks thinking about this matchup, how much of 11 minutes of action will give the bills and, or the Bengals a peek into how each team kind of wants to play the other team. And how much do they change that? I think maybe a little bit more for the bills because they had two drives against the Bengals offense as opposed to, well, it goes both ways. I shouldn't say that. I would say it's, it's probably split. Well, do you, if you're, if you're a bills or Bengals coach, do you think and say, look, we got to change something up. They kind of, sh- we showed our hand a bit, or do you kind of go back to, no, no, we're going to go back to, you know, the game plan that we had and, and what we think, especially the Bengals who were moving the ball in a couple of drives. If you're the Bengals, you just keep doing what you're doing. I don't, right. at least offensively. I don't think they had an incomplete pass, right? Burrow. I don't think so either. Let me check. Let and then the bills moved the ball, by the way, in their first drive. And then they came up short in that third down and they wound up settling for a field goal. They played 11 minutes before, of course, Demar Hamlin collapsed. But I do wonder like how much they think about, you know, what their, what those 11 minutes showed them and what Can, they want to do differently. I think it was 11 minutes. They played maybe do you know, nine minutes, maybe. Do you know the question? I don't know the answer to this. So I went back to the NFL's like official website for all the stats and everything. Yeah. Everything is wiped from that game. Because the game was not played, it didn't count. So right. does like Joe Burrow threw a touchdown in that game? Does not count. Interesting. I did not know that. I thought it was basically everything that happened in that game happened, and then it was just wiped and ruled a no contest. I did not know that all of the stats from that game were completely wiped off the board. The stats were wiped off the board. Yes. So who had that touchdown? Like Tyler Boyd? 
I believe so. Yes. That's a really interesting. Like what if you think a team would honor like a bonus? Like what if a Tyler Boyd had like a touchdown or a receiving bonus? That is a great question. I'm not sure. Um, even like the elevation of was it Alec Anderson? Does he get a game check? You know what I mean? Like yeah, elevated him that day. Things like that. I'm, I think, I think there's stuff the league and teams are working through with the financials of that. It's a it's a that, good question, but that makes sense. Um, I, I like your point about you know they did attack Tre'Davious White a couple of times early on, and I thought the Bengals all week were very braggadocious, a lot of bravado coming out of there, and then they went out there they were very aggressive. Mm-hmm. I th- expect the same this week. I think the Bengals are going to. You know, even I think um, I think I already saw something where Joe Mixon's still saying, "Hey, we're the big dogs. You got to go through us. Um, we're the AFC champs." He's not wrong, but they seem like they're very, very, very confident, and they're putting it out there that they're very confident. And I think they're going to be very aggressive playing the Buffalo Bills, and that can go one of two ways when you try to do that. As we've seen, you can give up big plays, you can get big plays. It's going to be an interesting game. Burrow said post game interview. Um, when he, what do you expect? He said a high, high flying offensive game. So maybe that's what we get. The one thing that I'm a little curious about is the weather. I saw some of the meteorologists in the market. Yeah. I'll talk, I'll talk to people when I get into work today, but yeah. they were like, yeah, there might be a storm. Hopefully it'll hold off until after the game into like Monday or Tuesday of next week. Um, mm. that, that would stink if there was just really bad weather. And then these offenses would be limited because I think this really could be a really fun game. Um, I will say absolutely love the three o'clock Sunday afternoon time slot. I yeah. think that, I think that might be my absolute top choice of the four you slots think the NFL available. Should do this every week. I think a three o'clock game, regular season too. Well, the three o'clock game is interesting because on Sundays we have a six o'clock newscast. So basically it takes us out of the six o'clock newscast. You can't do anything while the game is in progress. So the timing of it, I think is perfect for fans because you can still be in your kind of normal routine. You can still tailgate. You can still do everything you want to do. You also won't get home incredibly late, especially like if, especially if they lose, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be upset, (laughs) but you're going to be able to get home at like seven 30. And then you can, you know, I guess, watch the other game and just like hate watch it and be like, you know, all mad and miserable and everything. But no, I think the three o'clock time slot is the best. I've had a couple of people say like, why the heck are Burrow and Allen not in prime time? And I think there is a fair point about that, but I think the argument can be made that the Sunday three o'clock window is better than either of the Saturday windows. Yeah. And you also have the Sunday night game is going to be either the Cowboys. Who yeah. Huge draw or Tom yeah. Brady against the San Francisco 49ers. So you could also, you know, look at it that way. All right, let's just real quick jump around uh, from this weekend. Giants, Brian Dable getting a win in Minnesota. We all said it could happen. They do it. Amazing Mm -hmm. job by him and his coaching staff to be able to get them into the second round. I think I told this to our friends over at Wham yesterday after the game because we were talking about Brian Dable. I think Brian Dable is my favorite coach I've ever interacted with. Mm -hmm. He is so fun. And I understand completely why those guys just rally around that dude. Also like the decisions now that they have to make, they don't have to make them anymore. Daniel Jones is that team's quarterback moving forward. Saquon Barkley. I know that, you know, you don't pay running backs, but you probably just franchise tag him next year. And then you get him to come back for another year. So like, yeah, I think the giants are fun. I think this is the end of the road for the giants. They're going to lose to the Eagles, but Brian Dable should be the coach of the year. And I don't even think it's a question. The Jaguars do go to the Chiefs to start off the playoffs. The Bills winning the winner of the Bills Bengals game will play the winner of that game for the AFC Championship. The Jags did lose 27 to 17 
back in week number 10 to the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if you remember much about that game. The Chiefs had the 20 to nothing lead. Mm-hmm. After that, the Jags outscored them 17 to 7 over the final um, two plus quarters. I was watching the Bengals Ravens game pretty closely last night. I was able to kind of drive home during halftime. And then, so I only missed a couple minutes of the game. And I was really interested because I was in on the Ravens. I didn't think the Ravens were going to win, but I thought the Ravens were going to cover. And that whole time I'm thinking in my head, okay, how do the bills match up with the Jags? If this actually does happen, I wouldn't sleep on the Jags. Now I will say this. I think if you're the bills, you would rather play the Jags oh, in yeah. this spot for sure. But I also don't think that it's fair for anybody to be just like completely ruling out the Jags as they go to Kansas city, because they got a young quarterback who's really talented. I mean, they still want a game and he had four interceptions. There's something to be said about that. Their playmakers are not as good as the Bengals playmakers are, but they're still pretty good. Like Christian Kirk, Travis Etienne, Zay Jones. They've, they've got a lot of like bodies there that are certainly a little bit above average. So yeah, I, I think they're going to be able to give them a game. I fully expect the chiefs are going to win, but I think they're going to be able to give them a game. And let's just, and we're going to talk more about these games uh, when we have our next podcast later in the week, let's just put a bow on all of this from week one, super wildcard weekend with the epic collapse, if you will, by the chargers. And I think it was a collapse. I know the Jaguars made some plays. The chargers collapsed in this game and the future of maybe Brandon Staley, what it looks like there, Sean Payton rumored to be very interested in that job. If he doesn't maybe go to Denver, we'll see what happens there. Um, but the epic collapse by the chargers and they blew a 20, what, 20 to 7 to nothing? What was the exact score? 24. I think it was 24 point lead. Let me just look here. It was, was either 24 or 27. 27 nothing. 27, 27 nothing. nothing with 425 left in the second quarter. They could have hired Brian Dable, but they hired Brandon Staley instead. That's a great point. We're recording they this. They didn't want to wait. They didn't want to wait because I know. they were still coaching. And then I believe the Bills tried to implement that rule, right? Yeah. That you had to wait until a certain point because Dable missed out on that opportunity. Now it worked out for Dable that he got the Giants job. I just can't imagine what that guy would be able to do with Herbert, with Eckler, with Mike Williams, with Keenan Allen. Also, how stupid that they played Mike Williams as much as they did in the last game and then he gets hurt. Um, you think we're recording this on Monday morning? You think Brandon Staley is fired today? It's a good question because they wouldn't have done it on Sunday. They, they weren't going to do it. The team is still coming back. They're doing their locker clean out, all that stuff. I think it happens if they can get their hands on Peyton, uh, if they really believe they can. I don't know if they unilaterally just fire him, probably, but it might depend on what they think they can they can bring in, um, but probably right. Probably, yes, either Monday or Tuesday, maybe a couple meetings or something like that. Yeah, it was an epic collapse. I was watching the Sabres game and I was flipping back and forth basically at the commercial breaks. And then when the Sabres game ended, like I was keeping tabs on the comeback that was happening when the Sabres game ended, I flipped back over and I think it was 30 to 20 at that point. And then the Jags were still able to come back and then win the game. And I, I love the decision for Doug Peterson to go for two there. I love the aggressive nature. I just think we go back to, it was a big kind of eye-opening moment for me when the bills played the chiefs in the first AFC champion game and remember all the times they settled for field goals in that game and I thought in that moment like listen you're a big underdog you're playing in the playoffs you have to play to win like you got to be aggressive and I think the Dolphins did that yesterday and I give them credit for it and I think the Jags did it in the first round and it paid off so I, I saw the thing it's like well when that works it's you know Hey, this coach is aggressive. They're risk takers. When it doesn't work, it's like, oh, analytics are stupid. It's like, why can't we just meet in the middle on anything? Saturday night, Sabres won. Bandits won. Sunday, the Bills win. It's a great weekend of Buffalo sports.
and we get to keep talking about it because the Bills are in the divisional round against the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, Matt. Well, um, we're recording on Monday. Sabres afternoon game. Enjoy it. I'm going to be down at the arena. Yeah, so I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to go down to the arena today to watch the game um, for a nice little Panthers afternoon matchup. We've got our show tonight. Can can Buffalo teams beat two South Florida teams on consecutive days? Yeah, but I know the Panthers are struggling this year. I but do they're still very good. St- but there's still a ton of talent there, so I don't know if I'm ready to like write them off yet. Like I feel like eventually they have to bounce back. They're just too talented. You would think that they would, but who knows? I mean, they've struggled. I mean, we're at the point where we're halfway through the season, so it's not like a small little stretch where they've struggled. So maybe they just aren't that good. Um, I just I want to say like listen, Bills fans, to close out here. I watched Josh Allen walk off the field yesterday and he just did one of those like, like exhales. He did the same thing against Detroit. It was like, wow, that was a lot. At least we live to fight another day. I wouldn't put too much stock into what happened on Sunday because at least they still won. Now it needs to be about how they match up with the Bengals. They could lose because the Bengals are a great, great team. They've won eight games in a row, I believe, but they can also win the Super Bowl still. So like everybody just try and take a chill pill for a little bit, because I don't think that there needs to be that much taken out of that yesterday's game. Besides the fact that they won for Matt, I'm Sal subscribe, like iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. It's always game day in Buffalo. We'll talk to you again later in the week with a bigger look at the bills and Bengals on Sunday.